We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Daryl Gatman is like your, your girlfriend in high school. You always think about her. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wa- she was so good to you so many years ago that even doesn't matter now if she's a train wreck, you still like <laughs> This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor at Rotowire. Joined today by someone who I have long considered one of the premier minds of daily fantasy soccer. I have been trying to have him uh, contribute to Rotowire for years, and he has been way too good for us. But he has stepped up to the plate today. Jordan is unable to join us, and I finally guilted Luis Pacheco to get on the podcast. Luis Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. I'm I'm actually pretty honored. This was the first uh, soccer podcast I ever listened when I started playing uh, fantasy soccer, and it it really helped me on to try to do more research. And you know, I became a writer on on fantasy insiders, now extinct. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, been playing for a long time since then. So so it's nice. It's nice that you you talk talk me into coming here and talk about <laughs> soccer. 
instead of talking about my winning. So that's nice. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, I'm very thankful uh, to have you on. Uh, you are uh, in the Rotowire Slack chat as well. So we've kind of been chatting there as well. And finally, this opportunity can't come up. And um, we have a really, really nice slate uh, on Saturday to discuss. Um, we will probably skip. Well, let, let me discuss this first match quickly just because it's not on the main slate. But for those who are playing the all day, would you uh, look at this Man United Spurs match and think you need to take anybody from that game? I feel like it's going to be one of these horrible Jose Mourinho grind out nil nil or one one nil and we won't get much value out of it. But do you see it any differently? No, no, I I'm, I agree with you. I don't I don't see there is a point in taking anyone. I mean, when you have two big uh, game, big teams playing against each other, most of the time they are very conservative until something happens and you can't predict it. So, um, so yeah, you definitely pass on to all of them unless you get a you know crazy value play, which is probably not the case. So. Yeah, I don't even see where one could even come up. These guys are so expensive. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's jump into the main slate. We have uh, four or three very big favorites. Uh, another one that is sizable. I'm not sure why they're not higher. Probably because they're away. But of uh, Arsenal home against Swansea, Liverpool home against uh, Huddersfield, Man City at West Brom, and I'll I'll throw Chelsea at Burnmouth in there. Uh, which game do you think you're gonna, or what game did you look at first? in terms of, I got to get a guy from this game? Uh, definitely the Arsenal Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think that Arsenal seems to be clicking now. Uh, um, I mean, Alexi doesn't have any more national team uh, appointments or compromise anymore, so he can focus on playing for Arsenal and his next contract. <laughs> Who knows where, right? And, and also, you know, like I think I'm... Um, if you look at the odds, I mean, Arsenal is a little bit higher uh, on the over-under, uh, which makes sense, um, uh, considering the the romping they did to Everton last matchup. Mm-hmm. So, so you will expect to to Wagner to repeat the same lineup. Um, I think almost every every field player in Arsenal got a shot. I mean, I'm not sure if uh, if even uh, Rob Holding or someone else did get shots, but Ramsey got like six, seven shots. Uh, Alexis. Four, five, um, even even Granny Shaka got like three shots. So, mm-hmm. so you um, you will expect something similar. Also, um, the price is not a little bit lower than the other favorites like Manchester City, which is really priced up, or, or Liverpool. But um, but they are a little bit more riskier, I think. So, yeah, it seems. Um, I don't know. I I continue to struggle even thinking about playing uh, Mesut Ozil at. Um, where is he at this week? 8,500. Gosh. Um, mostly because, uh, we've seen Granite Xhaka take corners for the last few weeks. He only had one, one cross last week, but, uh, in 5,100 is actually pretty expensive for Xhaka, at least of what we've seen. Yeah. But it still seems like Xhaka should be at least a better value than, than Ozil at 8,500. You see that or no? Yes, yes, I I agree. I mean, the the, the point with with method also is like if you are kind of like at the mercy of having an assist um, and maybe have the occasional goal. So 
my view with also also is a very good very creative player but sometimes he gets lost he's mm-hmm. not involved in the game because he's waiting on that like you know three quarters of the field to do his damage um he was more fantasy friendly when when olivier Giroud is playing because he's more comfortable uh, lumping balls to him mm-hmm. so in in this case you know alexander like i said is a good striker but he's kind of like a fox in the box and he's a he's a smaller guy he's like a five something um, so he's, he's not going to jump uh, long balls in the box. So he's going to try to play more to Alexis or to the wing. So you see that uh, Kolasinac and Bellerin get more action when Ozil than, than, like I said, which before was more action to Giroud than to the fullbacks. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play Ozil. I think 8,500 is a lot of money for us, Ozil. Um, Shaka at 5,100, I don't mind. But um, I think that it's a weird salary range. And, and, and you know, if we want to summarize this slide, this slide is that, you know, you got Manchester City, every player you want is over 8,000. You want Liverpool, um, Coutinho, Salah are over 9,000. Mm-hmm. And then you probably want Alexis, which is taking sets and is, is always being like kind of like the more consistent fancy performer for, for the Gunners. So if you want Alexis and you want two guys from either Liverpool or Manchester City, you end up with maybe three, four thousand dollars for for the remainder of your spot. So, you know, Shaka doesn't seem bad, but if you want Shaka and Coutinho Salah and let's say KDB or Alexis, you are definitely punting at defense and the other spots. So. Yeah, you'll definitely need to find at least one, probably defend or one midfielder punt or yeah. some sort of utility, I guess it could be. Yeah. I, I like Ramsey a little bit more than Shaka, even without set pieces. And um, the, the rationale is that uh, with the three at the back, <clears throat> uh, Ramsey is more free to, to join and, and, and push forward. And you see him a lot in the box lately, in the last two, three matches, taking shots. Like He looks more like the Wells player mm-hmm. than, the, than the previous Arsenal guy that he was just trying to bring the ball from uh, from Shaka to Ozil um, or to um, Bellerin. So um, he, he had a, a great game against Everton. Um, I mean, something like five shots, and, um, and he could have scored a couple of goals as well. And um, he also had a decent amount of peripherals. I mean, he seems he's tackling a lot. Um, um, Swansea is a team that plays a really low defensive block. And what I mean by a low defensive block is they, they're going to have the center backs in the box, very close to the goal box, the two full backs very close to the, to the corners or the top box, and two, three central midfielders trying to block um, all the action from Ozil, Alexis, and like I said. So you see that maybe in a, in a second play in a rebound, maybe Ramsey gets a get some some opportunities as well as having the opportunity to get some steals which sometimes are intersections sometimes are tackled ones so you know um, um i think six thousand is, is a fair price for for ramsey um as you mentioned before there are good gpps this this uh, this week so i mean let's um, try to build three four lineups and and you know ramsey should be one of them mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that um swansea is going to be without uh, Renato Sanchez, they'll be without um, Martin Olsen. Does that make you, does that change your opinion of anything? I mean, obviously, I feel like it makes you like the Arsenal guys a little more, but yeah, um, 
you're probably not taking the Swansea guys anyway, right? <laughs> not a Tom yeah, Carroll week. <laughs> no, definitely. Tom Carroll's a little bit too expensive for like um, what the output he might have. I mean, like, I mean, you want to pay five thousand for for maybe two corner kids, maybe, maybe, and um, and definitely Renato is a big loss because mm-hmm. Renato is a guy that you know if, if Arsenal is overwhelming Swansea, which is going to happen, um, he can hold up the ball and take a dribble, take a foul, and kind of like slow down the, the pace, which is something that um, that um, a Richarlison does fairly well. Uh, so kind of like, I mean, you don't have a Renato guy. I mean, there's no one that can, you know, is skillful enough to hold the ball and keep it. So you, they're going to be down to just try to get a pace with, with Jordan Ayew or Narsin or, or Tammy Abraham. Uh, so I, I don't, I mean, Renato is a big loss for how uh, Swansea is going to play. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to take Fabianski because it's a, it's a, it's a revenge game for like third year in a row. (laughs) 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 Just for the, for the sake of the listeners, the last two years is being dreadful for, for Swansea goalkeeper. I mean, he, they won a game in, in Arsenal one, two, Two years ago, I remember, and he was over his head. But the other three matches has been like three nil, four nil, with six shots and targets. So you you end up with negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I and you you told me this stat the other day. I mean, Swansea has only allowed one goal in their away matches, which I think they're only two. But that doesn't matter. It's just one goal. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I think that uh, because the way Clement plays with the diamond and the, you know, as I mentioned, the, the low block, defensive block, uh, come beat me in the box, um, there are going to be a lot of shots. I mean, I expect in Arsenal to take 20 shots. And if those 20, maybe this time, instead of six, 10 goals on target and they get two, three goals, I mean, uh, Fabianski give you four, five, six points, that would be good enough. Certain, um, yeah, certainly for 3,700. Yeah, and and you know like as like again it's a, it's a it's a GPP strategy and, and it, I mean for me goal is kind of irrelevant. Uh, but uh, you know if you're taking Arsenal players, well get the get, get Ben Foster. If you're taking Manchester City players, get a uh, Lossel or get um or get um Fabianski or Begovic too. I mean yeah Begovic too. Begovic is four thousand. If you can afford it, <laughs> I mean those three hundred might take you somewhere else. But, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, uh, let's so, jump over to the Liverpool match because we kind of yeah. mentioned Coutinho and Salah a little bit. Um, we have been going back and forth. I feel like the last few weeks of which one we like more. I think it's. I mean, Salah has kind of t- moved in on a few set pieces recently, at least corners. Um, he seems to be. I think you may have mentioned it. He's taking the long range shots that will never go in that Coutinho used to take. Yeah. Um, so it seems like if one guy is now getting points for shots and is directly pulling from another, uh, do you like Salah more than Coutinho? I think so. I think so. I um, uh, Coutinho is yeah used to be kind of hey I'm gonna take these long range shots because I can and um, Roberto Firmino will look his way. Um, what I see in the last two three matches is that most of the game gets on to Salah's side. And when Henderson or Milner or Wijnaldum look for a ball in the middle, it's kind of like Salah cutting inside. Um, it used to be that Mane, Mane is a very self, selfless guy. 
So Mane will pass the ball to Coutinho, so Coutinho takes the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salah is not that selfish. So selfless, sorry. So he takes <laughs> He's the shot. He's selfish, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, like, so for example, like, um, I mean, and and if Sturridge is starting, it's a lot less shots to go around because Sturridge likes to take the shot. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like both Coutinho and Salah take a little bit of a, of a ten. Saying that. Um, Liverpool is the highest scoring team on peripherals in the league. I mean, over Spurs, over City, over everybody. Um, and you have a game at home against a, a decent matchup. I think Huddersfield is a good team that is going to try, you know, like um, Andrew Wagner is going to try to impress his old boss. Um, and, you know, put a game and he's going to counter a lot and he's going to play with a low block. So I feel that Huddersfield might score a goal like in a counter, and that's just opening the fantasy goodness for Liverpool because you know <laughs> they're going to take shots from everywhere, they're going to cross, they're going to do whatever they can. So um, I see um, taking Liverpool over Manchester City this week um, um, just because I think that um, they are a little bit more rested. They have an easier a Champions League matchup this week compared to Manchester City and they didn't have a, a League Cup game so um, it, it feels that Liverpool going to go guns blazing on this game um, um, I, I really like Coutinho Salah um, I will try to feed Alberto Moreno as you can um, as a defender he's been he's been good um, I know 5,000 might sound like a lot, but but he's a guy that without set pieces can get you 10 points, and and that's that's uh, um, he seems to have a, a floor of around eight points, which is you know if you are a cash player and, and you like to pay for safety and um, invest in bonds, yeah, probably get Moreno. <laughs> um, so you know, um, another guy that is being a little bit under the radar, but he got changed to midfielder James Milner, kids crossing. Mm-hmm. And he took some corners too. I'm hoping not to see James Milner in this game. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that because it's he takes a little bit of Alberto. He takes a little bit of Coutinho. Um, um, so I'm, I'm just hoping he's not there. But um, but if he's there, you know, for 6,500, I think I'd rather get Ramsey or Shaka. But but Milner is being on the six eight point range. I'm not sure if he took if he will take the penalty kicks and. and I think Firmino was when Firmino is in there, he's taking it. So, right. But you know, something to consider. Well, I think they um, actually said. Uh, I remember Jurgen Klopp said after the last international break that Salah would be at the top because he hit that one for Egypt to send them in. So I think he actually oh. might be ahead, unless that's just Jurgen Klopp narrative. But it could mm. be. Uh, Who knows? If, yeah, we talked about finding a few punt guys. Do you look at? someone like Emery Chan or when Aldham starts or do you consider those guys at all? Uh, I, I think Emery Chan might be a decent uh, GPP play because he, he seems to, to deliver points. I'm actually liking the other side for some puns. And yeah. I'm, I mean, the first guy I like is, is Tommy Smith. Um, the uh, fullback 3,400. Um, if if you watch the game against Manchester United, which I did because I I play Anthony Martial thinking he will be awesome. <laughs> Me um, too. <laughs> Tommy Tom Smith kind of like you know he dried him up. I mean that side was dead, um, and most of the Liverpool, most of the Manchester United attack came from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody in the Rotowire chat uh, brought to the attention that uh, Liverpool 
concede a lot of intersections because of the way they play. And, um, and you know, so it might be Tommy Smith is kind of like an all-around fullback. He's, he doesn't need crosses to, to get you points. Um, he has nine points against Manchester United, average around five, six points without clean sheet. And you're not expecting a clean sheet for him. Right. Um, you know, five, six points for 3,400 is not a bad number for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm considering him mm. if, I, if I need uh, that, that, that money. And I like the, the future uh, pivot or defensive midfielder, uh, as, they, as they call it in English. I mean, I like pivot better. And, um, you know, um, because pivot is a point guard. Like in Spain, you call a defensive midfielder a pivot because he's the, the one pivoting the play, mm-hmm. not the one defending. So, you know, so that's, that's one of the difference between England and, and, and soccer in, in Spain. Like in Spain, it's, it's the team effort. Everybody defends and attacks. In England, it's like, well, we attack and then you defend. So, <laughs> uh, one of, I mean, I have to say that the English teams are doing really well in the in the Champions League this season. So mm-hmm. they might even win it. So we'll see. Uh, but anyhow, um, all this talking to talk about Danny Williams, which is three thousand. Um, um, Danny Williams is um is is being is being very aggressive as, as a central midfielder. He gets forward uh, quite a bit. I I think Liverpool is way too disorganized to to contain a good counterattack from a Huddersfield team that is really pacey. And what I mean by this is like, you know, people complain about defense and always, you know, let's blame Lovrens, let's blame Alberto Moreno. But the reality is that when they are attacking, you see sometimes eight, seven players on the right wing. I mean, you, you, that's insane. So as soon as they lose the ball, if they don't recover in the next three seconds, somebody sends a long ball to the other side, they are kind of naked. They're yeah. naked. So it's kind of like, I mean... Liverpool goes to score because they know they are going to concede. But uh, you know, the problem is the way they attack. They they go really fast, really quickly, and they they put five, six, seven people in one side of the field. So it's kind of like uh, naked. So saying that, I think I think Huddersfield is going to score in this game. I think um, I think Danny Williams is is going to be good uh, as a as a central midfielder trying to control. Um, you know what is Henderson, Salah, all the people that stay in the middle of Firmino. So I can see him go, getting uh, five, six points and maybe a couple of shots. So I mean, obviously, this is a very, very low expectation punt. So <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you need them. Yeah, you need. I think you're gonna need it. At one, if you want, maybe two, if you feel um, very um, GPP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's go to the other big favored match. It's Manchester City at West Brom. Um, Man City, we're going to, I mean, who knows who's going to start for them. We saw Aguero go 120 minutes in their uh, League yeah. Cup match. Uh, Jesus played 80-something, I believe. Sterling went 120. Um, Sané yeah. came on late, which helped. And then I don't think um, David Silva or De Bruyne played at all. So I would assume they would. Certainly. I think the Bruyne entered at the end a little bit. Oh, uh, did they? After, okay. after for the for the extra time. Gotcha. Okay. So, but, but minimal. No, yeah, minimal. I mean, I'm I'm expecting Man City to play um, the same as they play um, last week, but instead of um, Aguero, they're gonna have Gabriel Jesus starting. I think, yeah. and that's my expectation. Um, uh, I mean, one thing like you know, like if you read one of the Pep uh, Guardiola's book. I mean, his philosophy is like, I win the league the first 10 matches and the last 10 matches. So if I'm ahead in the first 10 matches, I have a good chance to win 
and then I, I'm going to rest the second tier of the season to go really hard on the last uh, third. Mm-hmm. So, but he's not going to rest player. I mean, he's not going to rest any players here. Um, um, I'm not sure. Is uh, Bernardo Silva played the full game, so I'm, I'm expecting Sterling to go instead of Bernardo Silva. But I'm not sure. Um, um, that would be the only change, and and everything else should be should be fine. Um, my point with Manchester City, you know, like I mean, they're they're probably the best team in the league. I think they're going to win it by a country mile. Um, and they are winning and overwhelming every team. But um, I feel they're good. They're tired. Um, the, the the game against the Wolves, I, I saw the highlights. I didn't saw the full game. But I, but um, I saw the Wolves put ten people in defense, like five top of the box, five in front of them, and and without Kevin De Bruyne, probably player player of the season. Uh, City struggle to get anything going on the on the on the game god on, on the get go. Um, so I feel that Tony Pulis watched that game, and Tony Pulis is going to put you know his favorite system ten <laughs> in the back. So yep. he's, um, so it's kind of like a, I mean it, you got to pay pay for uh, Leroy Sané, which has been great, ninety two hundred. Um, you know, he might not have set pieces. Um, Aguero, you know, Aguero is probably the most expensive player. Um, and, you know, if he doesn't get a goal, you're going to you're gonna hurt. I mean, I, I I think that Aguero Jesus, you know, they're, they're mostly GPP plays, mm-hmm. and especially in this game. I, I, I feel that, you know, City might try to get one goal, and if they get it early, they're going to rest to their difficult matchup in Italy. Mm-hmm. And um, for cash, I'm fading. So that's a that's a hot take. I'm, I'm fading all city in cash. So. Wow, all city. Well, I might play Nicolas Otamendi because he's 3800. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, that almost I, trolls I, I, you more than than uh, fading yeah. them completely. I uh, know, <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> so I think you know I'm 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 and another thing you know I'm, I'm I know that you know allow me to talk about soccer. Uh, since I don't talk about screenshots, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so so Manchester City. So Manchester City started the season playing three at the back, and I didn't see it because you know you, uh, Manchester City invested the less money on the on the center back. So they mm-hmm. were playing Company Stones um, and Otamendi mm-hmm. for, and then you know you bought Bernardo Silva, you have Sterling, you have Sané, you have Aguero, you have Jesus, you have uh, Mendy, you have Walker, but you're gonna go with the three center backs. I mean, so then thankfully for them, company went down, which is companies are great. <laughs> company, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you where I'm going with this. So, uh, company goes down and they have to play for the back. So what happened is that. Benjamin Mendy became a force of nature. Yeah, I mean, you saw a fullback on Pep's system having six, seven crosses per game. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Pep doesn't like that, but he let uh, Benjamin Mendy do it because he was unstoppable. So that helped uh, Silva and Kevin De Bruyne to play up front close to Aguero and Jesus and, you know, have kind of like that possibility of, of you know, having more shots besides their set pieces. Now, when Benjamin Mendy went down, uh, Guardiola brought Fabian Delph and put uh, Kevin De Bruyne as a box-to-box midfielder. So 
if you see Kevin De Bruyne shots, shots the last four matches, they're pretty underwhelming. And and, Kevin, and it's not that Kevin De Bruyne is a bad player. I mean, as I said before, Kevin De Bruyne should win the player of the season by a country mile so far, unless Hazard makes something incredible and they, Chelsea wins the championship. Uh, but, uh, but Kevin De Bruyne is kind of like a, a box-to-box midfielder. It's... Um, it's um, it's Frank Lampard. It's a Steven Gerrard. Are you gonna pay eleven ten thousand dollars for a Steven Gerrard? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that he's not worthy because he is so good and he still delivers goals and assists. But if you see your position in the field and and I I tell the listener go look at the game and look at Man City. You see that Kevin De Bruyne comes back to Fernandinho to start the play and then he comes forward and back. Kevin De Bruyne is a small guy. Kevin De Bruyne is not built like Frank Lampard or Steven Gerrard. Can he withstand this brutalizing back and forth for the whole season? I'm not sure. So I, I feel that his offensive numbers are going to take a dip soon. So you don't want to pay 10000 for Kevin De Bruyne for, for, for a shedding sets and maybe an assist. I know he keeps delivering because he's awesome, but... You know, paying ten thousand dollars for him is kind of like paying ten thousand for Coutinho when Bane was in there because he was playing back. Right. So, so you know, does uh, um, everything else? You know, guys. I mean, like, you know, Sané's been out of his mind, but now he's nine thousand two hundred. Um, I'm not sure if I can I can play Sané. I mean, I like Sané obviously for, but I think if I compare Sané to Salah, I rather go Salah. If I compare Sané or Coutinho, I think I'd rather go Coutinho. Kind of they're close. Um, and for me, Alex is a little bit over all of them. So, so you know, so I, I think I just told you what the, my three guys are. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. And you didn't mention David Silva at all. No, because I mean, I, I like David Silva a lot, a lot, but for eight thousand, it's just hard to fit in my lineup. I'd rather go play Ramsey for eight thousand, for six thousand than mm-hmm. David Silva. Okay. Um, Bernardo is a decent price. I mean, he was surprisingly good for fantasy last matchup. I don't think he's going to play after playing the full game yeah. uh, on the on Wednesday, and I think it's a sterling time. So, um, uh, so saying that, so you know, I'm, I'm gotta recommend Ben Foster now. <laughs> uh, so, Ben Foster and another guy I really like as a, as a pump midfielder is Gregor Krikowiak. Yeah, I thought you were um, going there. Yeah, Krikovi is a good guy. I mean, we have um, kind of a lot cheap midfielder that you 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 love, but we don't know if he's going to play or the other pieces are going to play. So we we're going to talk about him in a little bit. I think. But, <laughs> we'll get. But there. if you like if you like Krikovi, I mean, Krikovi is um is being um you know tackles intersections. He kind of like the the midfielder maestro um what Darren Fletcher used to be for West Brom last year, but um, Krikovic is a little bit more aggressive so he gets more uh, defensive stats um, I know it doesn't matter but Jack Cork um, last week we Burnley have 9 or 8 points something like that just mm. for tackles and intersections so Krikovic also draws fouls like he's Richarlison yeah he, he's also a guy that, that, that holds us play pretty well mm-hmm. um, he just he's does very like um, aggressive they they go for duels. So when you see the duels numbers go high, you see those guys are going to be in the play. They might get fall, they might commit falls, or they might get intersections. So mm-hmm. that's number you want to look at. That we usually don't talk about it. 
talk about the number of duels every player has per game. So Richarlison has more than 25 uh, duels per game. That's a lot. So more about Richarlison later. So. Yes, we'll get to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we keep going, just a quick break to thank our sponsors, PlayUp. Uh, do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the so-called pros? Then PlayUp is the place for you. PlayUp offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, then watch their real-life actions help them rack up points on the live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win, so keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard, where sports fans from across the globe determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter Platinum Challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. So what are you waiting for? Get to PlayUp.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. Next up, uh, I'm going to wait on Richarlison because I'd like to talk about Chelsea. uh, Perfect. That makes sense. Yeah, they're the next highest favorites. It's weird to see Chelsea at Burnmouth be the fourth highest uh, favored team on the slate, but... Here we are um, with Chelsea missing one of their defensive pieces with Victor Moses. I feel like we every week everyone says, OK, it's Zappacosta time. And then as Piliqueta goes back out to the right wing back, do you yeah. think it's Zappacosta time this this week? I think it's Aspilicueta time. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was Zappacosta, but he played in the in the league matchup. Um I'm not sure. I mean, Chelsea has so many injuries, and I think, uh, you know, he might have to play both as Piliquet and Zapacosta, but I feel he's going to rest Zapacosta uh, to bring him to Italy. Mm-hmm. So so I, I think it's going to be as Piliquet. And the problem we have is a delay match. Yeah. So you don't... Salary is tight this week, so you don't want to end up with a 5-5 Zapacosta and then have to play as Piliqueta, which is a, a downgrade for fantasy. So, I mean, yes, as Piliqueta is like awesome and he scores goals, um, but you know, like that's that's not um, normal. So. Right, that's not why you got him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have been discussing or um, Bakayoko for weeks. Yeah. Um, Bakayoko seems like a really great fantasy play when he's 3,200. He's now forty two hundred. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like you you consider him, but that price just makes it really tough when you have cheaper guys that may be able to not well, maybe even match him. Yeah, I, I mean, Bakayoko is sexy at three thousand and four thousand. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, <laughs> kind of have a problem here. So. <laughs> like when you get a deal with a car, right? Hey, this car is cheap, so you don't look more around. But you know, when the car becomes a Mercedes or a Porsche or whatever you right. can afford, you start looking at stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't mind Bakayoko, but I think, I think, for the same price, and if you want some upside, you can play David Luiz. Ooh, you think he plays yeah. still as a center back, or do they move him up? He might move up. He might have to. So, but even if a center back, Bernamo um, um, is notoriously bad against air air balls. It's um, they concede a lot of crosses. They don't do well in the air. Um, David Luiz is a is a guy that you know he takes the occasional free kick, mm-hmm. the occasional shot, and he can get you five points on on defensive stat uh, stats. 
so you know it depends you know if you see Christensen and, and Cahill playing um, David Luiz is probably the most advanced of the center backs so mm-hmm. you know jump on it if you don't see Christensen if you see Rudiger and you don't see Cahill you see Aspilicueta he's probably going to be a little bit further back so you know I might be a little bit more hesitant but um, but hey you know I already say Otamendi so hey David Luiz is kind of like the same <laughs> David Luiz is a little bit better than Otamendi because Otamendi is uh, is not as good offensively as David Luiz is. Yeah. So, yep. so I, I think, you know, if we talk about this game, um, I mean, I think Bournemouth is a really poor side, but uh, but they come for a good win against uh, Stoke, mm-hmm. which I need to match. I need to watch the game because I didn't know Stoke was that bad. Um um, but, you know, um, Bournemouth at home is going to try to play defensive. I think it's going to be a similar match as they have against Manchester City. Um, Chelsea is running out of gas already. I mean, they don't have as many players. Conte complains nonstop about the number of players. <laughs> um, and they have a, a matchup in Rome than in Italy. Then if they win, they go to the next round of the Champions League. Yep. So um, I feel that, you know, they might take it easy. They might try to score here and there. Um, I like Cesc Fabregas. I think Cesc Fabregas 7,000 is, is a decent play, um, considering that he had Bakayoko and Kante protecting him. He's a little bit more uh, moving around, and, and you know he has opportunities to create passes, to, to take some shots. Like uh, I don't know if you watched the, the last game against Watford. Like Hazard gave him a ball that he tried to chip over Gomez and went nowhere. Went but, nowhere. Uh, <laughs> nowhere. Um, but, you know, like, he, 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 without the goal, I think he scored like eight points, something like that. I mean, I know it's sad when Chelsea scored four goals, but, you know, it's uh, the way it is. And he could have been in, in the 20, and then the matchup before, he was very good. So, mm-hmm. so Cesc is kind of like a, a cheaper David Silva. So, you might consider him. I am not going to, but um, but it's a as I say, you know, for GPP, you know, build build a Man City stack, build a Liverpool stack, build an Arsenal stack, and build a Chelsea stack. Probably <laughs> the Chelsea stack is going to be the lower one. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have an opinion between Hazard and Morata for GPP? Uh, I, I'm going to say uh, Hazard. Mm-hmm. Just just because I mean Morata at ten thousand is a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Um, and Hazard has kind of some set pieces, and um, and you know, like in this time, at this at the moment, um, Hazard probably has still the PKs. Um, uh, it's hard to play. Hazard is a guy that you know at eight thousand and nine thousand, you you feel a little bit uneasy unless the matchup is great, and you know he will have like set pieces because, I mean, Hazard is a, I mean, how can I describe Hazard? I mean, I. I saw the Atletico Madrid Chelsea, my Atletico Madrid Chelsea in in Madrid, and what Hazard did to us should be R rated because <laughs> he is incredible. I mean, it's just incredible, and he understands so well Morata and, and Pedro, and and that's the reason why Michi Batshuayi doesn't play because uh, Morata and Pedro are always making runs outside inside the box. So with those runs, the defense goes down ten yards. So Hazard has a lot of space to work. Um, Michi doesn't do that. Michi is a, is a fox in the box. Michi is a guy that is going to fight every ball in the in the box and is going to try to finish it. So, but the problem if you if you ever seen a, a soccer game live, it's like you have like four two four two four three 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 two one five three two whatever you want. 
when you see the match, the match is eleven, is ten guys and ten guys in thirty yards. <laughs> you know, you see no space unless somebody moves, um, and you know that thirty yards keeps moving up and down, and it's everybody in the same space. So, you know, the people that can find the holes and can find the space is the one that wins, and Hazard is one of them. Um, all all this soccer talk. I mean, hopefully people don't fast forward it. Is to say that. Uh, Hazard is such a good player that he's not going to cross the ball because cross is a low opportunity scoring. Yeah, he's not going to he's not going to take a bad shot because he wants to score. He was, he takes low a high quality shots. So that's bad for fantasy. That's bad. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you know, unless he scores, I mean, it's like you know, you want Bolasi or you want Eden Hazard. You always want Bolasi because Bolasi doesn't care. <laughs> Bolasi is going to shoot. Bolasi is going to cross. And Bolasi is just going to do something that to, maybe one day is going to be good. So. <laughs> Anyhow, so. <laughs> uh, do you look oh, at anybody man. on the other side? Um, Stanislas or. I, I stand at 6,000 seems a little bit pricey in a, in a, in a complicated matchup. I, I'm going to say that Chelsea has been, has been relatively poor defensively. Yeah. Um, but, but um, you know, I, I saw Ryan Fraser back. Ryan Fraser is cheaper. I might be interested in Ryan Fraser. Um I'm gonna pass. I mean, I just like I like Stanislas as a player, always like, and, and I always regret it when he's not in my lineup. But uh, but you know, if I have to pick Junior or I have to pick a Granny Shaka, I, I will go Shaka or Ramsey or or even Milner. So for a similar price, so mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I'm passing. And um, there's another guys, and we're gonna talk further and are in the same range that I think have a better matchup. So we have a Asmir Begovic revenge game from his single season at Chelsea. That's right. The, the New Jersey born has to be Begovic. He must. Uh, I mean, he probably knows everybody's tendencies. I don't know how they score on him. I guess he didn't That's play true. with Bakayoko. But other yeah, than that. Bego- yeah, he's Begovic. Yeah, Begovic Natanake, right? AK. <laughs> That's know. right. Nake. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> didn't even scroll down far enough. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. We might yeah. see something here. Natanake be... against David Luiz, the Battle of the Pros. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Next up, we've got Watford home against Stoke. Um, it's a wonderful Richarlison opportunity. Oh you have, uh, I believe, we will have Jordan Shakiri back. Oh. Um, it's not guaranteed, and he can always get hurt. You know, sneezing. So uh, we we'll, probably we'll hope so. Yeah, <laughs> we may not get uh, Darren Fletcher's corners again, but if we do. Uh, where is he? Thir- is it 3,000? 3,200. 30, 3, yeah. Um, awesome. That would be nice. Um, Richarlison is at 7,500, which yeah. is pretty high, but not absurdly high. I get, You could take <clears throat> Richarlison at 75 or Roberto Firmino at 76. Uh, Richarlison, always. I mean, my, my struggle... My struggle for my lineup is I don't know how to fit Richarlison. I've been trying. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to fit a lineup with um, with Coutinho, Salah, Alexis, and Richarlison, and I can't. <laughs> and I can't. And it's really made me, me uh, uneasy because, I mean, it's just Richarlison. You see him play, and you don't see that much, but the guy's on the ball all the time. All the He's time. fighting for every ball. So if, if, if Watford needs a... a Escape. They need a break. He gets the ball and gets a foul. He is. He gets up uh, up front. He takes a dribble. I think he's the higher. Uh, he had the the most dribble attempted in the league per per ninety. 
And if you know he can pass, for some, I mean, he's so young that sadly he can finish. I mean, he had like a header. He should have been going inside. He couldn't uh, against Chelsea, and it's the second or third time he he missing like these high quality chances with his head. Um, I think he's too young. I think uh, uh, Marco Silva is gonna run him to the ground though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, gotta be careful. But I mean, we have Richardson. I think that without goals or assists, hasn't been under 10 points the whole season. Whew. I think so. I, I can, I mean, I don't want to check now, but I could, I mean, you could probably do it. Um, if he so, did, it wasn't against a team like Stoke. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, let me, well, you know, I, I, you know, even against Chelsea last week, uh, he had like 13 points with that, even before the assist, mm-hmm. he should have scored. I don't know if you yeah. saw that yeah, he header for the Miguel Britos. I mean, he was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he gets a, a non fullback. He gets a Deuce. Mm-hmm. He gets um, a really poor um, Stoke City defense. And he's been, you know, without Ryan Sharkross, he seemed to be like lost. Yeah. And uh, I haven't, I didn't watch the game. Um, the, I haven't watched even the highlight, the what for Stoke. But when Burnham gets two goals on you real quickly, that's a problem. So, <laughs> so I, I really like Richarlison. Um, I mean, I wish he was seven or six and a half, uh, but it is what it is. So, you know, um, Richarlison should be, I mean, for me, Richarlison this week is higher than Sané. So just to put it that way. Okay. Uh, yeah. You mentioned earlier about how guys who are involved in duels mean that they're always in, in the action. Richarlison leads the league in duels one, and he trails only Harry Kane in touches in the box. Yeah. He is special. I mean, I'm hoping to see him on, on, on the World Cup because he, he really looks really good. I think he's the best um, investment that the Pozzo family has done since Alexis Sanchez. Wow. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, they... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm older, so, you know, allow me to, to do some history. So, you know, Watford <laughs> and Udinese and Granada are owned by the, by the Pozzo family. It's kind of like uh, this club uh, uh, conglomerate, and they share players between each other. Mm-hmm. And their business model is pretty much a goal to find uh, young, pl- promising players in Latin America and then resell them. That was how they did it. They sold Granada last year after they got relegated. And the, one of their first investments was Alexis Sanchez from Inudinese from, from Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was so good, they sold it to Barcelona, and then Barcelona sold it to, to Arsenal. It's been the biggest investment. I think Richarlison is going to sell for a lot of money in a couple of years. Mm. So, yeah. So, you... yeah, look, look at dual numbers. If you want to see who is going to score peripherals besides crosses, which are really overpriced in, in DraftKings draft these days, like... You know, you take a corner kick and your price got up like one and a half. So, <laughs> so, so you know. Uh, speaking of the corner, do you uh, have a positive opinion on Olabas? I mean, he's at, um, he's not cheap I, since he is on corner 5,300. I, I do. I do. And I, I like him. I think if you're going to make a cash lineup and you're going to sacrifice one of the big uh, A9, 10,000 players, you, you might have a difference with Holabas and, let's say, Alberto Moreno. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid at that price if it's a little bit too much for, for 10 points. I, I kind of would like to see how a little bit more upside. Um, Kiko? But, yeah, I mean, he, 
Yeah, I like Kiko. Kiko, Kiko again, you know, he almost have an assist, I guess, to one shot. I don't remember who took the shot. I think it was Richarlison again. Like, it was low cross. Um, Kiko Femenia, again, is going to be, you know, you have the other side of the field. You have only Eric Peters. Uh, if, you're gonna, if you're going to have Shakiri or, or Jose, they don't help in defense. Those guys don't, don't run back. <laughs> so you will have Kiko Femenia um, the whole win because it might be Pereira than instead of Carrillo. When Carrillo plays or, or Carrillo, I mean, some players do not do not understand what I'm saying, just let me know. I'll try to repeat it. So no, that's clear to uh, me. But now I, I tend to pick up on that better yeah. than most. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> you know, just just a tip for you guys and have to talk about players in Spanish, the double L between vowels <laughs> sounds like a Y. So Carrillo. <laughs> so anyhow. So Carrillo is more of a winger, but Ricardo Pereira is more like a internal midfielder so Kiko Femenia will have more more of the win for 4100 maybe Daryl Yadna day maybe and mm, his, could um, be. We, we always like Daryl Yadna Daryl Yadna is like your your girlfriend in high school you always think about her so <laughs> you know he she was so good to you so many years ago that even doesn't matter now she's a train wreck you still like her. <laughs> Something like uh, that was yeah. excellent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Cleverly, you ever look his way? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind Tom Cleverly this game. Um, I mean, I, I like Darren Fletcher. I mean, if Darren Fletcher is playing, um, I think he's a, he's almost a must play to me because you know before having to accept his duty, he still will give you five six points. He was yeah. really consistent, six seven eight points. And now you tell me that you're going to have set pieces and, and you tell me that, uh, you know, maybe a stock goes down early and they bring Peter Crouch. I'm kind of interested. So mm-hmm. um, um, I, I'm, if Shakiri doesn't play, I think Fletcher is a must play. If Shakiri plays, I'm still considering Fletcher, but I think I would move too cleverly okay. in this game. Right. In this game. So because cleverly, I mean, I mean, if you see the last matchup, he only had one corner kick. Uh, most were all of us. But that's that's the the problem with Watford. It's like Richardson is such a force of nature that all the game goes to his side. Right. So who takes the corner from that side? But all of us. So mm-hmm. you know. So but cleverly, you know, it's um he plays as a cam, you know, just also as another thing to consider. Um if they only could play with one striker, uh, cleverly plays kind of like the second striker cam, so you might get a little bit more upside for maybe a shot. If they play the four four two with uh, with Dini or, or Gray, uh, it's a lot harder to sell Tom Cleverly for uh, for the corners because Stoke is not a team that you know you want to cross against Stoke. They're they're very big, so yeah. So you know, never fun to play Cleverly, but um, but you know, I mean, I think I'd rather play Krikovia for three thousand. I feel that Krikovia will be will do better uh, in, with tackles than Cleverly, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I want Fletcher, so please tell tell Mark Hughes and don't don't play Shikiri. Don't play Shakiri. Okay. Yeah, I'll see what I can just do. Tell that. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um <clears throat> the last game on the slate or do we oh I guess we talked we took Chelsea out of uh, out of order, but um, Yeah, we we talk about Pedro and Chess, right? Well yeah. you know, it depends what you want, so Yeah. Uh but the last one, Crystal Palace home against West Ham, which two teams that I feel like we've played plenty of guys from them and all of them are kind of 
Uh, some weeks you really like them. Some weeks you you can't get far enough. It seems like yeah. this is the week you would like Crystal Palace, and um, I wouldn't shy away from the guy. You know, either Lanzini or he actually might be the only one I would consider from West Ham. Yeah. Now that I'm really looking at the at the names, yeah. My 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 problem, my, the question, and this might be um, um, the question of the slave for value, is that what's what's gonna what's West Ham's going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by this is like, um, Slavin Belic is kind of like one of those WWE wrestlers. Then you know he's down. There's the the referee banging the hand against the 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 board for the third. And when it's the third coming, he moves, right? <laughs> so, so uh, they just beat Spurs, mm-hmm. but but they beat Spurs at the at, uh, using the big sand way, and that's direct. So they go to Carroll and they lump balls to the cross and shots, and, and let's see what happens. Something's gonna happen. So if uh, if you see the stats for that League Cup game, Cressel have. 10 crosses. Uh, Lanzini has seven crosses plus eight corners. Um, Antonio has five, six shots, none of them in target. So when they play direct, they win. They have won. When they play the more organized and more tactical and more fun to watch a game, they lose. Mm-hmm. Against, uh, against Brighton was a disaster. A disaster. So I feel that Billy is going to say, screw this, we're going direct. We're going direct against Crystal Palace, which has been terrible, terrible against uh, crosses. If you, I don't know if you remember the first game. Aaron Moy had two assists. Yeah. Then the, uh, Munier was kind of like the rock star. Munier was the next uh, Thierry Henry. And then he's not <laughs> on. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and then Munier is not anymore, but still good. And then the next game, I remembered I had another couple of crosses. They get goals from crosses. Um, Lukaku have a feast. Uh, so it's kind of like um, they, they are used to struggle for crosses. And, and West Ham is going to play direct. Lancini and Masuaku might be really good plays. Mm. Uh, Antonio have a decent price range. Um Problem with Antonio is like he start to get to the Richarlison area, which is you know kind of untouchable for me. Right. Um, um, Cress will play the full game on the on the League Cup, but Lancini did as well. So I, I'm expecting Masuaku to play. Maybe not because Masuaku is not a very good defender, but we'll see. Um, so Sabaleta have a decent game against Brighton, but they were from behind. So you know he's four thousand. He's affordable. So I I might consider Sabaleta. Um, so now, so that's that's for the West Ham side. Now for Crystal Palace, um, you have the the usual three guys in Crystal Palace, which is uh, Wilfred Saha, Andrew Thompson, and Kabai, fairly priced. Mm-hmm. So, so Saha is playing kind of like central striker. Um, so he gets his shots. He's he's very good. He's very been very uh, you know. Aggressive, you know, he will take some shots. He probably will get to six, eight points. And my problem in Crystal Palace, like they, they can't score. They can't. <laughs> it's just so bad. Like, um, like Thompson was kind of like one of my favorite plays last week, um, because it's like, hey, he have a decent price. Newcastle is not a good side, and um, we have a guy that is going to have sets, then he's going to cross the ball, and he's going to 
is going to help Saha and Schlupp deliver um, points. And he created like six, seven chances, which is nice. Mm. But none of them went, none of them was a goal. So right. he ended up with like nine points, which is, wasn't bad for Thompson. Um, I like Thompson, but if he Benteke was playing and he was in the win, he would be like a lock. Yeah. But now he's playing like a second forward creating play. He's good, but for fantasy, again, you know, I mean, if you play in fan duel, the, the chances create a count. Yes, give it a, give it Thompson a chance. But in, in draft kids, you know, creating the chances and give you anything. So, you know, more hesitant at that price. Um, Kabai, fairly priced, 4500 I mean, you want to play back at Yoko for 42 I'd, I'd rather go Kabai for 45 Yeah. Um, and then you had the defenders. Um, um, Schlopp. He 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 might look like meh, but he's playing advanced. He has been good in good matchups. So, you know, you want some upside, uh, maybe a couple of shots. I mean, he he might help you win for thirty eight hundred. Uh, Joel Ward has been consistently five six points. I don't know after now with Roy Hodgson in there, maybe he's a little bit less useful. But but you know, somebody you can consider. And then, you know, let's see if we get any of the cheap midfielders and we like. Um, you know, Roman Loftus-Cheek was very good. Fantasy Y, I'm, I'm, I'm playing wise too. You know, he, he's kind of like, he, he wins a lot of duels. He's very aggressive. You, you see it. Similar to Richarlison, but uh, in the middle. Um, it seems um, like the front three of Loftus-Cheek, Zaha, and Townsend should be good enough against West Ham. It should be. It should be. I, I like Roman Loftus-Cheek for... 38 might be might be a little bit hard to get in, but I like him. Um, I mean, you have James McCarthy, which never does anything, but for some reason he ends up with 10 points. I mean, you don't know how. You don't know how. Um, I'm talking about high school uh, girlfriends, uh, Bakari Sacco. If Bakari Sacco plays, I probably will play him because he he always does it for me. I mean, for some reason he crosses and shot a lot. And for 3,700, I'll take a chance for like a for the poor's, uh, poor's man's Antonio, I guess that there will be the right expression for, for Sacco. So. Uh, yeah, except they keep trying to play him as a uh, central striker. striker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the problem. If, if Palace has someone healthy, a central striker, I would feel a lot better about Saha, Thompson, um, Kabai. But, you know, with all of them playing centrally, just for fantasy, it's just a, it's just a, a disaster because they can't score. So... Uh, Bakary Sacco Hopefully. is turning is into. Play? Is Adrian going to play? Uh, he played yesterday in the League Cup, but I think I assume Joe Hart would. Oh my God! All right. <laughs> I think so, uh, Sacco is starting to turn into your Wabi Kazri for this year. The, yeah. If he plays, if he play, and we'll go all week, all season, and then in sometime in you know late April or May, he'll get that surprise start. Although I think exactly. Sacco's already in the. Yeah, he's already thirty seven hundred. You got to wait till he's in the thirty two hundred or so, yeah. and then we'll get that. Yeah, I'm waiting for Sacco and Dwight Gale to be four K. Oh, Dwight Gale! <laughs> <laughs> I love Dwight Gale. Yeah, he you always do. Does well for me. He always does well for me. Good player. I mean, sadly, the Premier League favors a physical central striker, so it's it's hard for smaller guys like Gale. Uh, like I said, and Sandro mm-hmm. to do well. I, I have hope for, like I said, hopefully he does well because I like him, but uh, but not sure. We'll see. All right, uh, that's what we got. We uh, 
if anybody wants to follow up with Luis, uh, you can find him on Twitter. Luis, what is your actual Twitter handle? Is is um, Pache Gol P A C H E G O L twenty ten because that was the one available. <laughs> and, um, and it's um, I mean if, for the old people, uh, then remember Batistuta, Batigol, well Pache Pache Gol. So oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's also in or the Gabi Gol. Now there's Gabi Gol now, right? So yeah. You oh just yeah. Put the G O L. You put the G O L at the end, and you know it makes you a good player. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my season-long uh, teams are Lerdinho. Does it make exactly. sense? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, you can uh, find me at Rotowire Andrew. Um, we're both available in the Rotowire Slack chat. If uh, you are not a subscriber and would like uh, access there, you just need to subscribe to Rotowire and then uh, email me Andrew at Rotowire.com, and we'll uh, we'll get you hooked up. So, Luis, I really appreciate it. This was a long time coming. Thank you very much for all of that and uh, good luck this weekend glad, glad to be here and thanks for all the for the hard work you do for the for the soccer community thing uh, at the moment World of Wire, World of Wire is probably the, the prime place to be so. well thank you for that appreciate it thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com slash soccer When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.